I'm an intellectual. I'm an intellectual. I'm an intellectual. Right, right. I was looking at the ground and I don't even like lights. I was screaming at my daddy, told me yeah, Christ like. I was screaming at the referee, just like Mike. Looking for a bright light, see what your life like. Riding on a white bike, feeling like a sight bike. Yo, 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 what's going on, people? It's your boy, Kim. Welcome to another episode of the Flying Intellectual Podcast. I think it's episode 28 at this point. I'm going to have to fact check that. Got a yay playing in the background. Specially requested by the guest. Two-time guest. First time that this has ever happened on the show, by the way. Return guest, um, Kai Nielsen. Episode one was a introspective look at the boy from Grove School to corporate America to leaving that world and going back home and doing for the people, which is what he's all about. And um, we had so much to talk about. And you know, it was a quick time he was in town, so we made the most of what it what it was and. People really loved it and had a great feedback. And um, yeah, so he's back. He's back in town. Uh, he's closer this time, so I had access to him this time, right? We actually got time now. We actually have time, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, welcome back to my boy and my brother, Kai Nielsen. So where's Trio? What's good? No, no. Lonnie, where you dead? I tell Lonnie he could have pulled up, you know. There would have been three, you know, three amigos, three Tauruses, you know what I'm saying? Um, we take our Taurus, you know, we take our Taurus brotherhood seriously. I think Taurus is, I think we're a cult, almost. It's bad, bro. It's bad. But, like, we're confident that the people, you know, we have our issues, you know, but we, at the end of the day, if you rock with a Taurus, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, yo, you know, you got loyalty, you know, you got you got somebody who's gonna go to bat for you, you know. You have, you know, someone in your corner for life and I think we um we find ways to evolve and we just are resilient and uh, I'm I'm proud to be a Taurus, you know, and um proud to run into this Taurus brethren as I told y'all in episode one. Um yeah, junior high. I was only there for one year, but like he had left an indelible mark on me. Um, and I remembered him and, you know, years later, you know, parallels and different worlds, but we're finding ways to like navigate this thing called life, navigate this thing called America. Just trying to become somebody, just trying to leave a, leave a, leave a, a legacy, man. And, and at the end of the day, home is the end game. So it always has to come back there. And, um, he in the most literal form has gone back home and become a public servant, uh, serving as uh rotary president the youngest right yeah, youngest talk to me so you know i i, I is a long that was just a, that was like my sway intro right you know just like yeah that was my long ladies and gentlemen kind deal said everybody okay all right I was thinking a round of applause, yeah yeah a round of applause but we get, we we upgraded to that you know what i'm saying we'll get a technology going nice. but um so you, last time, I think we left off right there. So let's just like springboard right there. So being the youngest, you know, president of the Rotary Club, that's a lot of pressure, yeah, right? Lot what, of what, tell me like that first, how, how long was the, was the, was the uh, term? Well, the stand is a year officially. Okay. President, okay. Right? Okay. Um, you know, the, the Rotary setup is that generally speaking of a president-elect which is your year to really get your training wheels on and then off for okay. the next year of being okay. president okay um but like you said before in the drive here man like mental health yeah i feel so rude yeah evening to the people yo man. yo what's up man they they're tuning in whatever whenever they tune in they're gonna be logged in they're gonna be locked in and be excited about yeah, this. I just gotta watch my man as you check. Yeah. I'm gonna take it a brace if that's Yeah, yeah. Check no, it's like, all good, man. I'm just happy to see where this conversation gonna go tonight. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, um, I think my story is one that is special and I'm forced to see it that way. I'm yeah. forced to see it when I look into people's eyes and I tell my story just very honestly and they vibe with it because it's one that, like, sounds like theirs. It's one of struggle, it's one of death, it's one of humility, it's one of 
everything you could think about, man. Like, we come from that struggle, which is so beautiful, you yeah, know what I mean? I mean, it's so authentic in this journey. Like, my attachment to home is because I see what home could be and I see what home did for me. Like, education is the number one thing in my life, like, above all else. Like, I mm-hmm. think education, like, educate yourself. You're not carrying a computer in your pocket at all times. Like, Absolutely. Don't be afraid to look it up. Like, look some information up and be sure to use a tool as a tool is meant to be used. You know what I mean? And, and don't like, let the tool use you. Real talk. Yeah. Right? Done doing that. You know what I yeah. mean? I'm seeing some special people talk about how to use data, for example. Like, we create this information that's being sold to hundreds of consumers that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about people who make books are using our data to determine how to write books. And we don't know that, yeah. you know what I mean? And we're being sold on the free market. And one of the most beautiful things Byron Allen said is that there's trillions of dollars around us. You know what I mean? There's $22 trillion of debt that the government owes to the public as we speak. Hmm. You know coming from? That's the U.S. Wow. All right. So then, as above, so below. When you look at the territories or the current day colonies, they too are facing structural debt crises, and it's because above is. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're we're watching a system that literally pulling money out. You're being taxed. Some people are just not even being paid. Like if you look at current policy makers and what they're trying to do, they're trying to get small business owners paid in the territory. You know, how, how is it that you can do a job and not get paid for a year and you don't commit yourself and time to the work? You committed resources and your people to the work and that stings, man. And we're the ones that keep the economy going. So I know that we're here to talk about everything and I'm just happy to be a part of the movement and yeah. the history, bro. Yeah, man. Um, you already know, like, flying Intellectual, the platform itself, we're just trying to inform inspire interact that's the motto and just being able to like the info the inform the information aspect you know what i'm saying like the other day i was on um i went on on uh, instagram on my stories and i was kind of just well i went on instagram that day and i was kind of perplexed because that um that case what is that case going on in texas rodney reed that Rodney Reed case, you know, it's it's confusing, you know what I'm saying, Kapana, you know, and I, I don't want to get into like specifics or too much, but like, you know, the general information known is like Pana was on death row for like a rape and like killing of a woman. But like he said he's innocent. He didn't he didn't do either. Um and essentially he was about to be on death row. White woman black man but now information is coming out that he had been like linked to other rapes right in some way and he's saying you know you i'm ready for, please dna you know what i'm saying he's saying he's ready to go to war like dna test use the newest this is he's been in jail for like over i think this is like going over 10 years plus so like so now he's like willing to go with the newest or whatever but like people are conflicted because like at this point now, people have put their name and their you know likeness behind this Rodney Reed movement. I know some people are like kind of backtracking because they feel like, oh, they didn't really know like oh, Pan, I was linked to other things or whatever that looks like, and you know, so now it's like the battle of the the activists. Like, you know, we're, I'm fighting for this. I'm fighting for this. Yeah, I mean, we both fighting for the same thing, but now we divided because like you know whatever that looks like. And sometimes it, I, I attribute it to, like, it's so, everybody just wants to put news out. Like, they, nobody wants to be right. They want to be first. Wow. And it gets diluted, bro. Yeah. It's like, it's, you don't know what is what, bro. Like, I see people, sometimes people post things just like, like, everything they see, they just believe. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it has come to a place where we believe, like, almost everything that we see because we fed so much information. And it's like, some of this stuff, you know Man, it's the internet. People make this stuff up. It becomes a meme. It's it's parody. You know what I'm saying? People taking this stuff real, like like the equivalent of like people um being, you know, they be on Instagram wherever they'll repost these things like American Airlines like five hundred dollar ticket or something free, and they're like just in case, like just in case. You really think American Airlines? You know, American Airlines is gonna like you know give aura a quarter of a million dollars. You know. 
just in case. You know, they'll say just in case, you have to look too dumb, but like in case I win, you know, if, it, if there's a percentage of a chance, it's, it's so diluted. Everything is like, people just want to, you know, they just want to, whatever it is, they just want to be on that train. They just want to win big instantly. Yeah. So let's go back to... I don't want to leave, I want to leave that point alone. Yeah, go ahead. Like, Talk you, you know, we don't want the headlines always become the bottom line because sometimes that can impact your bottom line. Yeah, check yeah. Me. That's I didn't tell them that we check it. Maybe I should have read not only the text, but the subtext. I don't need the subtext. Let me find some context. Mm. What's going on around this story? And mm. even to your point, man, the activists be the activists. Like, we're being forced to see things in that dichotomy. Right. And I always think there's such a danger there. You know what I mean? There is not always where you're right and I'm inherently wrong. The story sometimes is in the middle. That gray area where most of the truth lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think it's important that, like, you use this tool again and you surround yourself with people who can fact check you as well. Like, mm-hmm. keep people in your circle that, that are willing to force you to dig deeper into your truth and your, your thoughts and your beliefs. Did you check where I'm coming That's from? Fair. And it's not like a conflict to be given constructive criticism. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. we need conflict resolution. Like, a lot of us don't know how to resolve issues. Like, yeah. things that are simple impacting us as a diaspora on a large level. You know they're coming from, yeah, and yeah. that's that's where I think living purely comes in, because uh, you should be able to admit when you're wrong. You should be able to admit when, like, I could go and say sorry, yeah. and and be the quote unquote bigger, bigger person, person, right? You know what I mean? yeah. and that's the thing. I think a lot of us are afraid to be the bigger person. And a lot of us are getting lost in the social media vibe and forgetting to live life. Like we said, like before we turned the mics on, it was, yo, people are literally. Forgetting to live. Yeah. They're pushing out this fake brand so much that they're forgetting to exist in it. Right. The work associated with success is real. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You yeah. cannot get and be successful without hard work. Absolutely. Like, show me one person. You know what I mean? No matter how you feel about that yeah. person. No matter how you feel. No matter how you feel. No matter what industry that person is, it took work, work for them to, to, get, get there. to get there. It's that many people in the world and you have to really find your purpose and perfect your craft. You know where I'm coming from? Like, we were talking about Professor Scratch last night, and yeah. shout out to the people who yes. believe in the movement. Shout out Dre, uh, yes sir. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, that man was a, a very smart youth in that, and he mm-hmm. just perfected his craft and yep. was able to teach it. Proficiency, putting his, he put in his 10,000 hours, man. And you I know mean, what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. Of course, of course, of course. It's, course, it's a daily commitment. Absolutely. And we Absolutely. can't lose that in translation to the people when we talk to them. It's a daily commitment. When you find your purpose, every day is dedicated to that. Yeah. And what I say is one step at a time, one day at a time. Every day you wake up, at least take one step in that direction. You know where I'm coming from? No days left behind, yeah. At least one step. That's what, what you owe to yourself when you open your eye and you've been blessed with that opportunity, bro. Yeah. Like, there's tons of people who ain't blessed with that opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I know this ain't going to always be about about me but I definitely want us to like look at this picture from a perspective of I know about the economy I know about what's going on back home and so much of us want to go back home mm-hmm. but I'm the one that's setting the platform for that so that when you come back it's not like do or die sink or swim you know and you yeah. come back and enjoy where you're from these yeah. is your roots like don't be afraid to come home and that's where your impact could be felt the most can. right right that's where your impact uh, is felt the most of course. man and of sometimes we've had a narrative where we're chasing this holy grail with a mouth to the light, you know, coming from mm-hmm. and like just it's just a, a fruitless road. Home is where it's at and impacting the youth. It's not for everybody and I ain't trying to push this on everybody. Yeah. But then we all start thinking the same when you have a kid. When you have a child, excuse yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Then it's all of a sudden like, damn, we mm-hmm. should be looking at these guys. And I like, right, come right, from right. and it's like, bro, why is that something that you have to be so tied to? From your experience and not just a collective experience that is life yeah yeah what you do impacts me directly you know I come whether i know it or not whether I, whether I acknowledge it or not so let's use that you say home is where it is home is where it's at let's stay right there let's use that as a as our next point of interest home virgin islands we know that we push this agenda every day you don't have to go very far to ask where we're from u.s virgin islands we were born under u.s flag and we were blessed to have literally live on an island totally surrounded by water culture small roots humble beginnings but major in some way 
from where we're from, we affect the world in major ways. So saying, but at the same time, the smart, the, the, the real main point of it all is we're from St. Croix, right? St. Croix, 84 square miles. 24 miles long, right? 24 miles long. Like I, I, I drive 24 miles in the States in no time. Bro. Just I, now, I eat, Yeah, just now. Just now. Just now. So, <laughs> right? To get here. So, St. Croix, this, look, what, where, where are we right now? Um, in um, the economic standings of things, where should we... Let's, let's break it down one by one. So, St. Croix. You say home is where it's at. Right. What where what are we looking at right now in terms of like where we're headed, St. Right. Croix? What do you see from you being on the ground? You live there, right. bro. So what are you seeing? What excites you right now about St. Croix? That is the potential epicenter of environmental science. Wow. You know, like you're, you're looking at a trend and trends are important to know in any economy. Yeah. You look at a trend where global warming is now seen as fact and a fact that has lasted for decades as fact. Yeah. No matter how much is questioned, our ecosystem has changed and our ecosystem is, to some people's mind, is evolving. We're going now into a new phase in the world's history. Mm. And as a geologist by training, so I, you know, I have a minor in geology, so maybe I'm okay. not a geologist, but yeah. I've studied enough of this, this earth science to tell you about it, you yeah. know? And when you go and dig those ice bores and you look at the history of the earth, it's went through extreme heat and extreme colds, and they only follow each other in that way, you understand? Yeah. So looking at the impact of global warming on our livelihoods could be researched right there in the territory. It's being researched all over, all over the world right now. Tanzania is one of the most popular sites for studying global warming. Mm. We are nine, our, our island, St. Croix, is 98% surrounded by coral. And again, use your phones and fact check yeah. those tribes. That's, yeah. that's the main reason why there's so much Danish flags around the island because our coral reefs are like national and natural um, aspects of tourism that could be used. That's one way. But like, they're national wonders, bro. Yeah. Like, we have some of the deepest waters between us and St. Thomas. So, natural, natural, um, you know, must see things. Dude, it's that, like, yeah. and your life is your classroom. Yeah. And that's a spiritual vibe. But, like, when you look at the environmental sciences, it's easier for me to teach that to a child that what you do impacts your environment naturally. Yeah. Physics is harder to explain. These other like sciences are hard yeah. to explain to some people. Right. 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 But what if you had interaction with that from the age of five or even from the age of 11 to now being 30? Our interest compass would have changed so much. You know what I mean? It's not until I went into the water and studied marine science I became interested in what the land was doing to the water. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't until I looked at Hess as a money maker, but the impact it was doing to the island. Oh, of course, or, negatively. Yeah, uh, well, negative and positive. And positive of course. Yeah, of course. Know? I was talking about you know, environmental, environmental, of course. But but yeah, of course. Yeah. And the flip side, we know what what that what that did for the but island. I think we're past demonizing environmentalism, mm. and we past demonizing the businesses that float our economy. Yeah. There must be some balance to that. And yeah. that is where I really found my interest, you know, coming from academically. Yeah. So coming out of Lafayette, I developed my own major in environmental law and policy. So I combined those earth science wisdoms with like policy and what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. And a lot of, I'm getting my master's now in public administration. Okay. And a lot of times you find that the best policy follows the science when our societies are most progressive historically is when the policy follows the science. So I always felt like, what if I combine those two? Like, mm -hmm. what if I was an entity as Kai, right? Which was able to pick the best sciences and like the best policies and put those together. And what you would find out is that our forefathers in the VI code have left so many bricks already laid. Mm -hmm. Like, there was so much progressive policies put forward from as early as 1992. I mean, you've got people running up to this year and don't even know about the policies that they could stand on to help them impact the island. You Just know? because they're not educated in it? And they're not willing to be. They're not mm. willing to put in that hard work to be successful 
deeply, right? Mm-hmm. Like we could, and we were talking about this, this idea of cloud chasing, this idea of maybe like a one picture could get you a thousand likes, and now you're known as a man with a chain. Right. But in truth, you borrowed that chain. Right, right, right. So now when we see you out and you're wearing that chain, you immediately hit the roof falling in on your vibes. Right, right. So check what I mean. Because right. they don't match up. No. Yeah. So like you know, circling back to like the Virgin Islands being and Saint Croix specifically. Mm-hmm. Schools are now looking for outlets in environmental science. The Yales, the MITs, the Harvards, the USCs, they're looking for how can I get my student populace hands-on experience and in that, this field. And that's because environmental is pop culture now, right? That essentially, this well, is, it's, I mean, those who care to care, right? I mean, those who genuinely care, that's always been, I feel like, you know, as you said, there was levels the more you learn and the more you saw life, yeah. whether it was you going, be, doing the marine thing, as you said, the water now, okay, this is how the water impacted a lot. You you allowed yourself to to take levels up to now recognizing, okay, we are directly affecting yeah. our universe. Well, there, should... there are reasons for us to care. Right. Check out what went on in Flint. Right. Environmental issue. That was because policymakers decided to turn off access to one body of water and trying to access to a small or narrow one coming from a putrid lake. That was an environmental policy gone dead and wrong. And what that turned into pop culture, it turned into Carmelo talking about donating hundreds of bottles of water. It turned into a fad. Mm-hmm. But there are more reasons to care. You have your ice caps melting. Greenland is now green. Right? Greenland right. used to be an ice, ice cap, cap, but now right. it's green. You know, the Arctic Ocean is growing. You have different countries like in um, Venice, for example, right? That's going the water. It's happening. That's environmental science. And you have people, engineers, engineering ways to combat that, to make our livelihood still be lively. But there is going to be a conflict, a constant conflict. Look at water. Look at the fact that water is running out, fresh bodies of water running out. That's going to be more important than oil in a few years. These are environmental issues. So this trend, I, when I hear pop culture, I cringe. Yeah. Only because pop culture just seems fleeting. Right. But right, your right, livelihoods right. aren't. Like, people won't stop being able to breathe. The Amazon was just on fire. fire. That was a real thing that, that it went away fast. But that's yeah, a real... all real things. Yeah, all, all real things. things. Yeah. So there, there is going to be a reason to care. There is going to be a reason to plant and replant millions of trees like Ethiopia and different African countries are doing. And we can be ahead of that trend. I think we are. Yeah. I think that we're just not narrating the fact that people already come to the territory to study agri-science, right? Mm-hmm. There's a USDA-funded program where kids are coming from all over the nation to study on St. Croix. You understand? Mm-hmm. Black archaeologists are getting grants, nationally recognized grants, and coming to our territory and digging up ground and finding little plates and artifacts and calling that history. And the sad thing is we haven't captured that for ourselves. We haven't put in the time, money, and infrastructure to capture these moments that people will fly from all over to see and be a part of because that's their story too. Hmm. You understand? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. All right. That's, so we already know. So basically, we have everything that we need. It's about packaging it right. It's about making the right... It's about implementation. Yeah, implementation, right? period, right? You talk to the best policymakers of all time, mm. of our time. This is like VI specific, mm-hmm. right? And what they would tell you is that we have a problem with implementing. You can have the money, but if you don't have the people who are going to go out there and do the grunt work, Man, there's are. no building to live in, there's no infrastructure to stand on. So That's what cool. ends up happening, we end up taking the fast route out. All right, this money gonna go expire. Let me grab a little bit off here before you go back. Nobody gonna know. Yeah. And like, democracy is young for the Virgin Islands, Kim. Hmm. People are deep in that. Explain that one. Like, we just had our first elected governor, excuse me, we just had our 10th elected governor, which I believe is Abba Blank. All right. 10. The U.S. gone on to like what? What number? Forty-four. 40, yeah, something. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, just like let's give scale. Let's give scale and let's give context. Even if we off by one or two numbers, they don't on to forty plus, yeah. and we barely on to ten. Right. So if you look at time period, yeah, I think we had our first elected governor maybe sometime in the sixties. I could, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, we don't have our own constitution. We have an organic act that could be amended. 
Right. It may be into becoming a constitution. Right. Right? right. And right. there's more research to be done as even for me, Cam. But like even if this is the surface level, imagine how much could be done just with that. There was an act created in the nineties, the Agriculture in the Classroom Act. Mm-hmm. In the 90s. There are now funds 2017 through 2020 that I can put my finger on that we've applied for grant wise that touches on agriculture in the classroom right now. Think about that. Our forefathers were light years ahead of themselves, maybe. Mm. And they left that for us to go back and find. So I'm a historian. Like, you know, like, history was my favorite topic in high school. I, I would just go to class, no notes, and just listen to the teacher, and it was just so, it was so contagious to know truth. It was so contagious to know about your history because then I couldn't repeat it. Right. I'm not going to sit here and know that we're facing an environmental crisis but it feels like pop culture. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah, because that's how that's real it is to you. Real. And now you're looking at it as a real to a lot of people because yeah. people are dying. People's, like, imagine the Amazon is in Brazil and much of South America, right? That's real to South Americans. We sit in here, like, talking about other things, but that's what they're talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. those are the lungs of the earth. Those are the lungs of the earth. Is that, is that rainforest the biggest body? And we're here just talking about it like it's here today, gone tomorrow. It can't yeah. be that way. No. It can't be that way. Yeah. And that's why we have to teach these youth that it cannot be that way. Or else they don't have nothing to inherit. We hmm. born and know on the planet. And if you believe in a good book, that's what a good book said would happen. Right? The yeah. first one, the flood, and how yeah. How does the world end? You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. bro, we, we as godly youth, my boy. Like, we, we were raised on our American flag, but we were raised by highly religious people as well. Right. Like, you know, we, and that's, it's not to say they're mutually exclusive, but again, our narrative is so rich in the American story. Yeah. You know, but we are attracted because we come with this Caribbean quality of hard work and ethic and morals. <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? Like, we're this kind of like hybrid that the world kind of needs, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? I mean, anytime somebody like, anytime somebody like find out where I'm from and they speak with me, they, they instantly say, like, you know, you were brought up well and, you know, different things like, oh, you know, you were taught right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, that, that stuff was instilled, bro. Yeah, it was, it's inherent to who we are. So yeah. when you ask me, like, what St. Croix could be or what St. Croix is going to be, and definitely with a lot of push coming from me, too, right? Like, mm. let, me, let me take my cred right now. Yeah. Right? So this <laughs> okay. is about. Okay, know? yeah. It's like, yeah. this is a historical repository. This is like Kyle Nelson speaking in the year 2019 about things that are going to impact us for the next 20 years. Like, I'm an institution builder, factory to a nation builder, because mm. this is what I'm doing for the Virgin Islands, which is a democratic nation under the American flag. This could be seen as present-day imperialism. Hmm. Like, how are we using grants? Where are we at right now? The territory has been awarded more than $400 million every year for the next five years. Wow. $400 million every year for the next five years. The, the U.S. Virgin Islands government has never seen this kind of money. But still, it has the infrastructure barely to run itself. So it, We can't even get power consistent, bro. Bro, that's all part of what we're talking about. So what's, what's the resolution? We have to develop another side of government just to manage this much money coming in. What does that look like? It looks like Will O'Brien being paid 50 plus million a year on paper, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they went into the well and said. That's not Kai coming up with it. That's what yeah. they said. Yeah. You know, coming from wow. Ernest and Young is still there. Yeah. One of them making 15 million a year. You go on fact check. You come back and enrich this conversation because I don't have time to sit on in the weeds. Yeah. You know, people talking about weed I don't see weed walking in the territory. Wow. I'm the first to that's tell you. A, that's, a crazy, that's a crazy segue. <laughs> that was one of my next questions. What do you see medicinal marijuana or marijuana recreationally? What, how do you see it impacting the economy, good or bad? What, right. So, you, I mean, you just, so talk about it. Yeah. That, I mean, I yeah think, you don't think it will be good. It's not that I don't think it will be good. Because I don't want, I just don't think it's going to be as impactful as yeah. a lot of sharks thinks it will be. Okay. I, I say that, right? It's really positive for the roots, man. Yeah. We know people who grow weed. Like, we know them. Of you course. I mean, it's almost like a, a, a path of, um, what is it, passage of rights? Yeah, a, pa- a right of passage. Right, right, yeah, passage. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a right of passage for a lot of our people. Yeah. These men growing. Sure. So you think I go and, you think I go and look at my people and walk into a dispensary to buy all my life? Wow. You think that's nah. not happening? No, it's not happening. No, of course not. Yeah. And what's the population to support all of these 
weed growing licenses you have 50,000 people on St. Croix max this isn't this isn't a popular populous city like a Colorado or Philly where you have more millions of people most of which don't even have the space to grow right you check yeah, my cover yeah, bro yeah, yeah. so like where I think my boys is actually the first part of your question and I always love that's why I love dealing with you Ken yeah you understand that it's not just black or white it's great yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so how do I frame a question to my guess right in this yeah. case is me now yeah. like how do I frame a question to get that truth right and the truth is medicinal is the route yeah. because well there's people really suffering from radiation poisoning that's what cancer is yeah. you know what I mean we're being like we didn't microwave give yeah. Jack his jacket line yeah. he said that last night and yeah. it blew my mind bro yeah. like the fact that we're doing this and recording this the fact that we can listen to a song within seconds that's radiation. That's pure radiation, my God. Again, high levels. High levels. So, so they said we don't. They talking about five G taking over right now, right? They talking about like implementing. I was talking to this tech guy the other day. He talking about they about to like start using five G, just five G out like stadiums and stuff, so you you don't have that issue of like thousands of people using the same. We can't get nah. We are, but they said we weren't supposed to go past three G, bro. Yeah. They said five G frying animals, bro. Like this shit. Yeah. And it's just on not, our size every day. It's, not it's good. on our body every day. You wear your bro, you wear your phone when you wear boxers. Absolutely. You check I come in. When you don't have on boxers, you have your phone. Yeah, right. So what, what is that tied to? Environmental issues tied to health issues. Right. And that's the overlap. That is the overlap that I am literally developing. I'm an architect of nation building, bro. Mm. I look at policy, I look at science, I look at best practices, and I try to bring those things into one paradigm because it could work. I just build concentric circles around them. What's that? Feedback mechanisms. This is going to impact this project in this way. This project is going to trigger this one. This project is going to feedback here. It's going to... Bro, this is math. It's like it's high level and I'm committed to this every single day. Wow. This is why I wake up too, my lad, every single day. You know what I'm coming from? Yeah. So when you talk to me about marijuana and the demonization of it for our people, Absolutely. right? And we talk about a bill passing and it becoming legal. Of course it's a good thing. Yeah, for sure. Right? Of course. Right. But could it ever be this multi-billion dollar industry that it is in America and no. St. Croix? No. no, it's still federally illegal. You can't move weight across water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I want to attach myself to the research, to the cancer treatment, to seeing the impact of this, this, what we call it, herb, bro. Yeah. The most beautiful plant. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, the most righteous plant, the most spiritual plant. Like, yeah. however you want to coin it, my lord, it has amazing powers on the human body. Yeah. And I want to be a part of those folks that want to research it and bring that up. And we've had friends and friends' parents who have died from cancer. Absolutely. Like, that's real. That's Absolutely. our narrative. And back in the day, like, less than 30 years ago, it was unheard of to have cancer, my lad. Like, like, you, you, like people were just basically categorized like, you didn't take care of yourself, bro. Like... Now, now it's that's done. just commercial. It's on a my commercial. Bro, it's commercial. I want age, my boy. Gone. Getting hit. Yeah. But again, I think it's obviously it's tied to the increased radiation. Absolutely. It naturally is. Then your food. So alkaline. You, we're not keeping our body alkaline. It's a lot, man. It's, and the thing is, the way it's set up is like, it's set up for bad eating. It's set up for you, you know, what, however you want to look at it. Population control. Whatever it is that they don't want to inform us how to live our maximum life. But the information is there now, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's hard to be ignorant in this time, you know? Yeah. It's easy to be ignorant, but it's also hard to be ignorant. Yeah. And that's just based on information is all around right now, you know what I'm saying? A Dr. Sebi existed, and you can go on a YouTube, or as you were saying, instantly yeah. put in Dr. Sebi and find all the information you need, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's crazy, we're only, you're 30, I'm 29, but I still... I, I like to mess with the kids these days when I'm teaching my students and stuff like like Google was like a thing that came when we were like high school, right? Or like YouTube didn't come to like maybe college, right? Like this is stuff we lived all without. Very new. Yeah, all very new. All very new. Because I'm thinking about like what's wrong with not having cell phone service for a football game? Right. You can't upload a video but you can see the video on your phone and then you leave the same you can upload it then. 
Like what? What? What is this bro, crave to be like instant gratification, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro? I'm here now, bro. I'm here now in this moment. You're not here. That's you should be here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different life. And yeah. My focus is on what's real. I yeah. think that when we look at controlling your food supply and what you put into your body, that's real. We called it like keeping your body alkaline, which means eating more greens, yeah. your water. Like everything is essentially toxic to the human body currently. Like right. all processed foods, all cheeses. Like there's legit doctors who want cheese to have a cancer sign warning on it. Cheese, bro. Like bread and cheese is one man grow up on. Oh, my boy, you know, I, I'm man. still a kill for a little key. Like, like bro. but you know, bro, I can't even do the dairy, bro. I yeah. don't drink milk like that. No, I not like that. I don't drink milk. Period. Yeah. I the cheese. I just go like months without it, and then like you, you man, a cheese is a, a good cheese is a, is hard to come by, man. When you get a good cheese, like, you put that on it, man. But be. yeah, but you, we, we know, we know, we know. Put it that way. But yeah, these food industries are tied to like mega companies. Yeah, well, absolutely. Lobbyists. Like it's an agenda. This is it's the green, bro. Yeah. The money. That's all. This. this Countries yeah. ran off of, bro. But that's why I think, like, again, St. Croix got a chance to be the epicenter of this, like, food revolution as well. Like, we have the land, we have yeah. the knowledge, we From have... From farm to table, right? That means we've been doing that, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And, so let's stay there. Thank you. So this... So, ladies and gentlemen, Kai is basically interviewing himself. He's segueing into everything. But yeah, like, agriculture, right? right? Yeah. St. Croix, our... St. Thomas has tourism. Right? This is what St. Thomas operates on. One of the dopest tourist destinations in the world. Absolutely. Right in the top five every year. Yeah. One well, of the I most mean, docked harbors. There's no there without cruise dark. ships. Come on, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. But St. Croix, for some reason, we, we kept a hold of this agriculture. Is it still as impactful now mm. as it was? Because, of course, once again, this was, we were a major export. Yeah, you know, I mean, we were the breadbasket of the Caribbean right. before the 60s. Like, that's how recent this is. I'm like, like people, like, we just need to know our truth and our history. We yeah. need to know our history, man. Yeah, that's, a, that's where it, that's where it starts and ends pretty much, Yeah, right? like, I mean, Costa Rica made the same decision to go industrial. Like, when, it, when the moneymaker of refining petroleum came on board, that was easy money. Governments are floated on that. That's, that's real money. To, that's Saudi money, right, as people would say. You know, yeah. rappers and so um, but the, the long and short is we stepped away from being agrarian around the 60s. People, my grandmother got pictures of Holland Cane Field. Like, it's that recent to our history. Right. Um, St. Croix held on to his culture and roots. And there were some of our forefathers that took guns up and took arms up to protect the influx of people that were going to be coming into the territory. Right. Because it's an attractive place. Right. But what has, what has like, left us with now is land and know-how, how to grow food. And what we're missing, I believe, is that culture shift back to it. And our youth are so interested, so that's what I do, man. I make it attractive because when you can put a bean in a child hand, or it's a seed in a child hand even, and they can see life sprout out of it, they know it's life, they see it growing, they see the roots expanding, they see the leaves getting taller than themselves. They are, that interest is innate. To every single living, breathing, period, yeah. any blank. You know, when you can see that and then that's tied to your well-being, we're just not doing them the service of teaching them that of putting it in their hands. It's a self-taught mechanism. I could build a greenhouse at Juanita Garden with the help of the Rotary Club of St. Croix and thus District 7020 and leave that infrastructure there knowing that if it's used, Hundreds of children will be impacted by that. Hundred. You said coming yeah. from camp? Yeah. That's real. Literally teach That's a man to fish, right? Yeah. The literal version. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that could become cool. That can become pop culture. Yeah. I could I put my cell phone in a, a young man's hand. Probably 11, 12. Smart little dude, man. And he walked around and videotaped his classmates building the greenhouse. Wow. Putting on the bricks and smiling, doing it, yeah. coming up with their problems and solutions to those problems are in real time. You see where I'm coming from? Yeah. And wow. that's my approach. I call it the Nelson theory. It's a, it's a youth-based approach, man, where the number one thing I learned from working at Bloomberg was that sometimes these top-paying jobs are very elemental in its nature. 
It's just very, very elementary. And I now believe with my heart of heart, there's anything that these youths could learn to do. Anything. So why not put it in their hands from early? Why not have them be the ones to go out and gather the data? We respond better to children anyway, statistically speaking. Yeah. Humans respond better to children. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So they may lie to me because I look my way. I have all these built-in um, perception that they see when they see me, right? Yeah. But when a child comes that's innocent, I have to tell this child the truth. And when I read this assessment, when I read this, these data points coming back, you see it. Hmm. You see it, you know? So agriculture in a territory... I believe, again, it is going to be at the epicenter of seeing Koi being looked at as the environmental science mecca. You understand? Yes, uh, man. And that's the thing now. So, it becomes, if, and we, we're, everything is, everything is literally what Kai is working on. I think that's the whole premise of like us always conversing is that every time Kai comes to me, it's like he's working on something new, but it's always him reaching down to the younger generation at the end of the day, like education, education. So bridging the gap, how just now at this point now you're literally reaching down and helping up the next generation, the next few generations as you continue building your own, you know, your foothold within the community, which is, it's already grounded its roots, but at the same time, you know, stature and going up the totem pole of things how how important is it to bridge that gap at this point now it's essential man right right it's all connected i used to think here thinking you ask me how like bridge the gap i don't know if you know this but in 2012 my first like coming out event in this way to the territory was bridging the gap for tomorrow's youth with emphasis on our elders. That was a 2012 event. Yeah. That's the picture I show you of cast swimwear and their coming out party at this event. That was just last night. You yeah. know what I mean? Like nothing happens by chance. No. You know no. where I'm coming from? It's all, it's all God designed. Yeah, yeah. The youth are our future. So I want to be able to, to inspire a generation of environmentally savvy and aware people. Yeah. Because they're going to inherit this stuff and they're going to have to keep me alive or keep yeah. my youth alive. Right. And I don't have to have a child to see this and think this way. You know what I mean? Absolutely. From? Absolutely. Um, so, and that's a, ask me more, man. Like, what, wait, I was asking, what does you really want to know from me as far as like, what I'm doing? Or like, what is it you really want people to know and, and I to mean, from this? At this point, I mean, trust me, they've, they've been, if anybody listened to a quarter of this, they're understanding that, like, the overall picture, which is like, the next level forget like today forget tomorrow like what are we actually doing to impact the next generation the the whole byron allen conversation right that that was like to me that was the interview of the year yeah like yeah um i mean it's just big boy talk yeah a lot of that yeah you know what i'm saying like essentially it's it's just him not even, you know, not even flexing, but it's like, look, we ain't bowing down to y'all no more, bro. And that's, you know, last night we were talking about Kaepernick, right? That this opposite ends of the spectrum as it applies to narrative, right? And you know, you know I, don't want, come, I don't want to get lost yeah. in, in the dichotomy. So yeah, we yeah. Yeah. All night. yeah, yeah, yeah. All but night. We, we as a people deserve to survive. Absolutely. As like any other. Absolutely. And that's how this comes down to. You see where I'm coming from? Yeah. We deserve to survive, my lord. And not barely get by. Like, look at the environments our children are being birthed into. Poverty breeds criminality. Yeah. Essentially breeding criminals. And you, we live in a society that loves to broadcast it. The news broadcast paranoia. You know where you're coming yeah. from? And those are the distractions that are hard to ignore, especially if you're a visionary. That's what I am, bro. And I can't look away from that. I can no longer ignore what people are telling me every day. I have to accept my truth. I'm seeing years ahead. I'm not seeing like what you want me to see so much. Am I, am I making sense? Yeah, people yeah. Want, the smoke and mirrors are yeah. not, right? The distraction. Yeah, yeah. I love you, dog. I love talking to people who understand. Like, yeah. it's, I, I said this, I think, in the first one. Like, 
it's impossible sometimes not to sound humble when you're talking like this. But this is big boy talk. Yeah. You want to talk about clothes and other flexes? This isn't a conversation for you, my love. Right. Like my great great grandkids gonna eat off of this legacy, and that's just a fact. Yeah. This is an institution we're talking about taking over. Institutions don't go nowhere. That's why they're institutions. You understand? Yeah. You know, and if you can build one on sound science, I think we go real far. Sound science is environmentalism. How do you feed yourself? How do you take care of this thing right here that is your body, that is your temple? You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you combat these other exterior factors that is breaking you down? You know what I mean? Grow your own food. Be a part of a network. Tie farm to school too. Like just that alone will change the entire economic landscape of the territory. Properly aligning with the federal government and tying farm to school together. You're talking about millions of dollars a year. Millions, like over $13 million. You know what that, that would do if it stayed in the territory to the economy? Hmm. Why? Because we can't, and I'm happy we're here because I want to talk about this. Saying the, the U.S. Virgin Islands is so top-heavy driven, right? Like, you have these commissioners, and then those commissioners are essentially fulfilling the orders of the top office, right? Very few are taking any risks. Very few are saying, man, let me get smart around these topics. Most are just keeping the plane flying. Yeah, yeah absolutely right. Just keeping it afloat. Keeping it, like, just doing what they have to do to keep it going. So what does that do? Yeah. What does that do? It creates sanctums. It creates people who are not going to pass on any information because that information keeps them alive. And this is happening all over. For example, in Hess, you couldn't, you couldn't go to one center database and find out information about the tanks. You have to go to the tank man. You have to go find the tank man to know what's going on with tank 22. <laughs> right. That tank man is not going to sit down and push any of his knowledge that he's keeping up here into a computer because that makes him obsolete. Right. You see? And he, he, he has no job. And that's how we've been trained. That's the fear. That's the paranoia. And that's what leads to the crowd and environmentality. But what about passing the time? What about diversifying your skill set and your knowledge? You know what I mean? Like, what if that tank information has more potential outside of your head than it does in your head? Right? Wow. So that's what's going on with Farm to Table mainly. That's what's going on with a lot of the reason why this money is getting caught up here in the top and getting sent back. There's a lot of data being transferred between administration and administration, between person and person. Hmm. That's what's taking place. So you have a hemorrhaging, you have a bottleneck of information that needs to, to be open. The bottle going to explode. If, if it's true and we end up like Puerto Rico, not Puerto Rico, Puerto <laughs> Rico, Rico, you know what I mean? On the yeah. Promesa, right, right. you know what I mean? Like, then that's an oversight board. That yeah. means your bottle has exploded. Now we're going to come in and control you quite literally. You right. understand where you're coming from? Right. Like, you don't need to go that far. Right. We pay you to do the research. We pay you to lead. You know what I mean? And, and for good or bad, I love Abel Bryant. Because at least he's trying to put people in places and hope that they could get creative. Right. You know what I mean? At least they're being put in places and at least the ideal is that get creative. And he's giving the younger generation the opportunity. The most is, is to me, is this is one of the youngest cabinets I've seen. Uh -huh. Just in terms of like the, the, the drop off in the age. That's, yeah. You know, it's, it's quite yeah. a gap. Uh, yeah. for, and and it's, it's good to see, you know, it's, uh, as we said, you have to do something different, right? Because... It's inspiring nonetheless, especially Absolutely. for people like you and I. It's Absolutely. Inspiring. Absolutely. And, and that's, what, that's what governance is supposed to do. It's supposed to be a fault. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to empower, I yeah. think. You know, yeah. it, it, shoot. You're, the people who put you there should be able to eat off of that, I, I think. And eating doesn't have to literally be a handout, but like, yeah. if I have hope and I can go out every day and know that I think something's going to be better tomorrow if I continue just living righteously and just doing my best you know what I'm saying like yeah you know what I'm saying just being human being up and down we just need hope we need a, 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 a light so so now go ahead no I was saying like you know what the biggest critique of millennials yeah. by them older generation what is that we don't ever come back and like ask them you know what I mean because we so know I like to hold on to shit anyway. Right, it's like, right, okay, right, keep it. Right. I can go and perfect this thing. And, and that's I fine too, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, that, that is something that I hope to see. 
Now, I hope that my approach is better than my predecessor so I can move our territory, our island, our home further. You yeah. understand? Yeah, and it comes with being courageous, man. It comes with being brave. It comes with that like hard work, that is success. It comes with that hunger. You understand? And I hope this passes that on to the next generation. Be hungry, boy, what you want out of life. Wake up and like every day crave that. Crave that shit, dog. For real. That's, um... <laughs> Man, we're going to take a break for now. I need to, we're going get, to get to a couple of our sponsors and get into that, you know what I'm saying? But Kai, if you listen to, as I said earlier, a quarter of this conversation, I'm actually excited to put this out, man. This is almost an hour of just, you know, unfiltered passion, um, unfiltered, you know, dreams, you know what I'm saying? Like, unfiltered not even aspirations at this point. Things on a checklist, right? Literal things on a checklist. Being in these environments, being in, you know, implementing and being and God favor putting us in in a position to be able to see our my kin or someone who I'm I'm, I'm I sat shoulder to shoulder with in a classroom, you know, now become you know be the same guy who he was, which was a man of the people and always fighting for the the guy who needed the most help. Or the girl who needed the most help, right? And um, he's still doing that in his own way today. Literally being on the ground. And uh, we appreciate him coming on the show, man. And where can they find you, Planet? Uh, Instagram. Get them the information, man. I know you don't, you don't really be on there, you know, outside of his extravagant travels with his lovely wife and such. But, um, but yeah, tell them where, where can they find you, bro? Man. Wow. Can't really touch the man, bro. Yeah. I mean, if you need me, then you can find me. You check right Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, this is 2019. Yeah, right? You yeah. can say my name, and it's like, I hope we can continue this, and I hope if this is enough, then it's enough. You yeah, 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 absolutely, like, bro. It's pure vibes, it's pure inspiration. I'm like, I just want to thank you for being that. Absolutely, bro. No, you, you're very welcome, man. And um, thank you, man. Thank you for entrusting me with, with the opportunity to bring your story. And your, per, your your point of view, I always thought it was unique. And, you know, the fact that I've been blessed with a platform that I can, I can have like-minded individuals, whether we agree, disagree on certain things, whatever. But at the same time, I know, I know who I trust personally. And with, with the things that I dream about, I aspire about, I work towards. And, you know, I know, as you said earlier, nothing by chance. We met for a reason. We continue to be friends for a reason and continue to 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 work together in unity to be able to push culture forward and and be better than the last generation and leave something better for the next so man this was good old flying intellectual podcast once again check me out on at, at flying intellectual on instagram um at mr f underscore fyi m-i-s-t-e-r underscore fyi on twitter um hit me up man Inform, inspire, interact is what we do. Um, you heard the word inspire a few times tonight, and that's really what we're here to do, man. That's what really what we're, we, we want to do and, and, and make sure that we continue to do with God's help and with you know the couple brethren that we have around us. And we're going to continue pushing, pushing this platform, Flying Intellectual. Talk to you all later. Peace. Yo, people, thanks again for tuning into the Flying Intellectual Podcast, man. It was a pleasure having Kai on for the second time, um, talking about policies, education, everything uh, related to the Virgin Islands and where we can be in a few years and everything for the future, you know, for our next generations. Um, we were going to take a break, but I thought that was a perfect place to kind of end it, um, giving that charge to the younger generation to just be hungry, be humble, and continue working, man. So... Once again, you can find Planet, uh, Planet underscore FK. <laughs> you know, that's what we call Kai. Um, reach out to him, man, if you listen to it and give him your feedback, give us your feedback. Uh, we're just trying to continue to inform, inspire, interact with the people. Until next time, man, peace. <laughs>